Getting hitched? There's a podcast for that, and you're listening to it. The Save the Date Wedding Podcast, the number one podcast about all things wedding Save the Date is hosted by comedian, author, and all-around wedding lover, Alicia McCormack. Jessica, I'm going to call you a regular now on the Save the Date Wedding Podcast, because I feel like you are. Jessica is the uh, blog mistress slash master, no sexism here, of the budgetsavvybride.com. <laughs> I like that title. Yeah, well, you know, we'll keep working on it. I don't know if it should be in your letterhead yet, but we'll 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 go for it. <laughs> Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Now, if we have to remind anyone, uh, it looked like people should have heard your episode because I know a lot of people go back to the beginning when they subscribe to the Save the Date Winning Podcast. But if they haven't heard our last interview, what you do, lady? <laughs> Oh, what do I do? Um, I run, I run a blog called the Budget Savvy Bride. Um, and it's just full of really practical and useful information for brides who are currently planning their wedding and trying to save money because aren't we all trying to, you know, save a little money here and there? Um, so yeah, it's a great resource. There's tons of tips and DIY projects and, um, our most popular feature is our real weddings because each of our real wedding features includes a budget breakdown shared by the bride. So you can really see how far you can stretch your dollars um, or pounds <laughs> depending sure. on where you are. Um, and yeah, it's really, it's really helpful, I think. So I love snooping. I mean, they're always my favorite posts that you put up are the, are the real weddings because I love sort of having a snoop on other people's weddings, but also the fact that you can, I think we've said this before that, you, you know, you look on all these other blogs and you have no idea how much money people have spent. And if you want to replicate, not necessarily replicate, but put on a similar sort of event, it's hard to know how much it costs. So it's great to see that in one place. Yeah, I definitely think so. I mean, when I was planning my own wedding, there really wasn't a whole lot of transparency as far as like budgets were concerned. And I felt like that was a really like glaring omission because you see all these pretty things and you think like, oh, like, can I do that? And then you realize how much everything costs and you're like, no, I can't pay for that. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I think it's, it's a really great resource, um, for brides, especially on a smaller budget. Absolutely. And you're right. You can't please everyone. You just got to please yourself. That's the most important thing, isn't it? Having the day you want to have. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody wants to, you know, not give into the societal pressures to like do things that aren't necessarily a fit for them or their personality. So um, if you can do that and save money in the process, then it's a win-win. Now tell me, Jessica, we, we are today, we're going to talk about bridal and wedding technology because this is something, it's something, it's a, a subject close to my heart because I'd say I'm a bit of a, I was going to say closeted tech head, but I'm not. I just love technology. I love, I probably spend too much time in front of my screen. I, <laughs> I'm a PlayStation fan. When people come to our home, they think the PS4 is Richard's, but it's mine. Uh, so. <laughs> But I love apps and I love finding shortcuts. And I think that's a huge benefit to the society we're living in now that there are lots of different options, especially when planning your wedding. So that's our theme loosely today. Where do we begin when talking about these uh, apps and technology? Well, I think when it comes to wedding planning, it's it's so great to have all this technology kind of at your fingertips. And over the last, you know, probably five years, there's been tons of 
you know, apps that have come out, you know, for both Apple and Android. And I like to feature a lot of that stuff on the site because they're just helpful tools um, that'll come in handy while you're planning, like everything from wedding planning apps to, you know, even your own personal finance management. Of course, like we talked about in the last episode, um, a lot of the savings and deal sites have their own apps, which are really great to download as well. So I just think there's a ton of options out there for every aspect of your wedding. So let's start at the beginning. You've just gotten engaged. And and I think you're right. There are so many options. It can sometimes, I go on the iTunes store. I'm an iTunes user. I know it's the same with the Android um, store as well, that you can go on and go, oh my word, there are so many apps and stuff to download. You could fill your whole, whole phone up with them. <laughs> but it's hard to know which ones are the most uh, cost effective and also the ones that work really. So if you've just gotten engaged, where would you start with downloading one of these sort of apps? Um, well, I'm pretty sure that probably most every woman has Pinterest already installed <laughs> on their phone. But if you don't, that's a great place to start. Um, just for collecting inspiration, obviously. Don't let it get out of control and stress yourself out. But Pinterest is a great tool for stuff like that and having it on your phone. I find myself, you know, when I'm like in the waiting room at a doctor's office, I'm I'm pinning things. Um, and going through my Pinterest feed. So that's always a great one. I don't know if you've heard of this one. Um, wedding Gawker is another kind of Ooh, inspiration. I've, I've just, I've just started to follow Wedding Gawker and, uh, I explained it to me because I've, I've only lingered a little bit and then gone, Oh, this looks like my sort of site, but haven't spent too much time there. What do you do on Wedding Gawker? It's almost, it's almost like Pinterest in a way, but like specifically for weddings and most wedding bloggers use it to submit their work there just to get discovered by brides who are planning their wedding. Um, the Gawker network has a ton of different like subtopics, like there's food, food Gawker and craft Gawker, which is another one I love, oh, yeah. especially for, for DIY projects. Um, but they also have apps that you can, you know, download and use on your phone. So that's really handy on the go as well. And it's, it's just, it features an image that talks about that particular post and you can kind of click through and, and kind of get a general overview of all, all the stuff that's kind of going on in the wedding blog world and one place. Cause there is so a I lot, think- there is a lot. There's so much going on. <laughs> so much. <laughs> I sometimes think I've got this little list. I mean, I bookmark a lot of blogs and sites to try and keep up to date with everything to then compile it all to then put it on a podcast. But I sometimes start my morning and have my coffee and do my emails and then go, all right, I'm going to check all these sites. It could take me half a day. It really can. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. And this isn't necessarily for your phone, although they might have a phone app. I'm not sure. Blog Levin, do you use that at all? I I don't, but I I see a lot of bloggers using it. Should I be using it as a, a reader? I I found it to be the best alternative to like Google Reader, which is no longer no longer with oh, us. It's, it's departed. A lot yes. of people were very angry about that. Dearly departed. Yeah, <laughs> it just makes it so easy to be able to read everything in one place. So I think Bloglovin is kind of like filling that void that Google Reader left behind, and it's a great way to keep up with all your favorite blogs. So, so that's that another like a, one. Is that like an RSS feed or something? Yeah, it's an RSS feed reader ah. and. Um, it, they make it pretty easy to like navigate and find um, other blogs. Like if you're looking for weddings, you can go through the whole you know section of blogs that are labeled as wedding related. So I think that's helpful too. Do you think? And this is more of a general question about your blog readers that uh, your brides tend to go. At, you know, they they come to your blog and then they'll go to a similar blog. Um, you know, I'm thinking like something turquoise. Or do you find that they sort of will visit a number of blogs, or do you think they're just 
purely coming along and reading your your blog to plan their wedding? That's a good question. I I assume that most of them are kind of spreading the love around. I mean, obviously my site is very niche focused, but I think most brides are getting inspiration and wedding ideas from numerous different sites for sure. Yeah. I mean, I I know that I see traffic coming to the budget savvy bride from, you know, other blogs and similar niches. You know, I've done collaborations with Jen from something turquoise. And, um, I also have a friend who runs a site called the broke ass bride and oh, our audience yeah. are, are obviously very similar. So it's, it's another kind of crossover, um, similar focus, but you know, they're kind of bouncing around, I think, which is good. You get this different perspectives and, you know, a different outlook and just lots of information out there. So. I think it's really nice. I had a, a listener um, recently who wrote to me asking me for some advice about how to find a rabbi in, in Los Angeles that would marry her and her partner. Uh, she's one of my favorite Twitter followers. She'll know when she hears this. Um, but she, <laughs> <laughs> she's been having trouble finding a rabbi. Uh, I went to one of my other regular guests, Karen from Smashing the Glass, and she put the word out via her blogger friends. And it was lovely to see this sort of community come together to try and help um, Melissa, my listener, out. And I just think that's a really nice – it's not really competitive. I find when I'm talking to all these bloggers that everyone's sort of in it to help brides and grooms out, and that's actually genuinely pretty lovely to see. It is. I think it's a great um, – it's a happy industry, and I think it's a pretty friendly industry too. So I'm definitely happy to be a part of it. And I try to sh- spread the love around to my fellow bloggers, especially if they're you know sharing stuff that my readers are going to be interested in. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. And you do. And it's a, and if, if, you know, you spend some time on your, uh, website, it's so diverse. It covers so many topics. So I think it's, it's great to have that, that connection with other bloggers. Look at that. Aren't we good people talking about other bloggers when we should be really talking about your website? Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we're doing, we're talking about apps. We're talking about how to make streamline because we're all about making things easier for brides and grooms planning their wedding. There'll be more from Jessica from the Budget Savvy Bride straight after this. Here's two words you don't say together very often, free and wedding. The Safety Date Podcast is and always will be free and it's all about weddings. Smash that one. We're talking tech, wonderful applications, they might be called, internet things to help you plan your wedding, make it easier. Just cut out, we've talked about Pinterest, obviously that's a really first, if you haven't got Pinterest and you're planning a wedding, you're living in a cave, I would say. (laughs) I agree. Well, you know, and I know I've bitched and moaned a little bit about Pinterest and we did last time too about time management, but I think the, uh, the hand, the application that's on the phone, I just find it less time consuming than the one on the screen. I don't know why. I think because I can zip through it quicker. Yeah. And you only see like two things next to each other instead of like eight Uh in a row. It's just a little less overwhelming, I think. I get sucked into the Pinterest time vortex and then it's six hours later. I think I haven't eaten. What's going on? And I'm not even planning a wedding. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Moving on. We are, so we've talked about the planning, the sort of basic planning apps. Let's talk about saving some money because that's what we're all about. How how do we save money and uh, use technology by doing that? Well, um, just like we talked about last time, you know, using sites like Retail Me Not to get coupon codes or um, Ebates to get a little cash back on your purchases. All of those sites have accompanying apps that you can download for your phone and 
pretty much all of them are available for either, you know, iOS or Android. So those are really great. And um, I think even in addition to the online purchase that you make, that some of them have counterparts where you can take them in store and get the same kind of oh, discount or that. deal. Yeah. And you can look by local deals, I believe. It it's just it brings that same like money saving experience to like your real life <laughs> when I, you're shopping fantastic. at the store. Because a lot of people, I know after this last episode, um, I was speaking to someone who works with Rich and I was trying to explain Ebates and in, in the UK top cashback. And there still is this air of suspicion about it. I know we talked about this last time, but I was saying to her, no, 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 I promise it's not a scam. It's nothing crazy. Just shop online. You, you know, it's the same price. It's the same website. So I think we will eventually get through to the world that this is a great deal. But um, if you are suspicious, we're Jessica, we're both we're both legit here. We're not trying to scam you. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a fifty dollar check from Ebates last week. <gasps> See, that's ex- I mean, how cool is it getting a check? I mean, the only people that send me checks are my grandfather and Ebates. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty great. It's free it's, money. It, yeah, it is free money, and especially when you're buying things for your wedding to see that come back and it might you might get the check after the wedding but to have a reimbursement that's a pretty good feeling yeah it's basically just like an instant well not quite instant but a rebate (laughs) on anything that you're purchasing just take the money off okay so that's it get into your cashback websites and also even if you for some reason i don't know what the reason is if you don't want to get involved in ebates like jessica was saying the whole voucher code revolution if you are i mean i don't really buy anything online without putting Say I'm buying a dress or something. I put the 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 name of the item in plus voucher code into Google, and you know you know that something's going to come up, something random. Oh yeah, and absolutely. Even Etsy sometimes puts out voucher codes. It's like this. Very rarely can you get away with having to pay full price. Yeah, it's totally true. I I just realized the one that um you can look for coupons in store is the Retail Me Not app. Okay, retail me not. Very, very handy, and I definitely recommend downloading that one. Gosh, look at this. We're really, we're really saving some money already. I can feel it. Can feel it. <laughs> All of these links will be in the blog, of course. So if you are driving or I don't know, running, just make sure you visit savethedatepodcast dot com and uh, check out the show notes because everything that we talk about will be there. There it is. What else do you recommend? Well, there's a lot of apps that, you know, kind of take over functions that you might need for your wedding day. Anything from, you know, creating a custom app with apps like Appy Couple. I don't know if you've heard of them, but what do you do with that? That's such a cute name. Oh, isn't that cute? It's like a companion website and app so that your guests can download an app for your wedding and get all the information and they have like the most beautiful designs and it's just really, really well done. There is a fee, but it also is included with your wedding website. So it, it's kind of like multi-purpose and I, I think they do a really great job with it and it's definitely something to consider um, and check out because it's just a great way to relay all that information to your guests. Hey, now have you used Wedding Party, the app Wedding Party? I haven't personally used it, but it was one that I was going to mention. And so it's funny that you bring it up. We used it for our wedding. It was in the very, it was actually just when they launched. So it was at the beginning of the Wedding Party party. (laughs) And (laughs) it was sort of new, but it's really come a long way. And it's a fantastic way to get all the, the photos that you put up with iPhones and Androids and stuff. Now everyone takes photos, but you never see those photos ever again. So it's a great way to gather the photographs from the day. And they were some of our favorite, I mean, we loved our photographer, but our, some of our favorite candid 
photos came from collating it with wedding party. Yeah, I, I have heard such great things about it and it seems like a really great solution because I went through the same thing when I got married um, almost six years ago, which is crazy. Um, but you, you know, people, not, not as many people had camera phones, but a lot of people were carrying their digital cameras, especially like my family, older members of my family. And so trying to collect those, especially for people who aren't the most tech savvy, it was a little bit of a logistical like nightmare. Yeah. So now that they have these great apps like wedding party, I think that's a really awesome thing. And I would totally take advantage of that now. Absolutely. And it's free. I think from as far as I know, it's absolutely free. And, and, um, all you have to do is ask people to download the app prior to the wedding and, uh, it links it all up. It's very clever. Yeah. And I think it even has additional features too, doesn't it? Like, um, think like sharing information about your wedding and yeah. things like that. Yep. I think you can create a hashtag that's attached to it and also share a gallery as well with all the guests. So later on, you can see them all in one place, which is great. It's annoying having to chase up people for photos and then everyone gets slack and you don't do it. And then they're gone forever in some iOS update and it's disappears. Oh, trust me. I know <laughs> exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> So save yourself some time and hassles and also get the crazy photos from the day because they're always the fun ones when people get a little bit drunk and take some crazy, inappropriate photos. <laughs> they are fun. Yeah. So that's great. So we've got wedding apps for the time. Now, if we're looking for, I mean, I've seen seating plan apps and uh, seating plan apps for the for the computer as well, not necessarily for the mobile handset, but that it was all about having to uh, create mobile seating plans that you can share with your other half or your wedding planner and um, you can move things around really easily so you haven't got to cut out uh. small bits of paper like we did and shift everyone around and then a gust of wind comes and it's all gone. <laughs> uh, there's one called All Seated and it is a web-based application. The app I was thinking about is called Top Table Planner. And uh, oh. what interested me for about it was that you could export your tables um, and use the you can you, you can import and export all of your guests into this this tabletop planner and you can do square tables or circle tables or long tables or short tables and then put the people around them and then uh, you can also put in their food preferences stuff like that I thought that was quite clever oh. if you've got so your gluten fancy. free you got your vegetarian you got your fussy people pop it on <laughs> color code it. That's very handy for sure. There you go. So that was just an idea. Now, I was looking at a couple of uh, really great travel apps because, you know, my obsession throughout the whole wedding was the honeymoon. <laughs> was just thinking that about is one of the most fun parts. <laughs> just thinking about that big holiday that's coming afterwards because, I mean, the wedding's great, but you really just want to lie somewhere in some sun, if that's your preference, and not move or think about table planning, apps, guests, photos whatever. Yeah, very true. I I think that there's tons of uh, travel apps out there. I know that I have like Expedia on my phone and I also have, you know, like a few of the major airlines that I tend to fly. I'll, I'll keep their apps on my phone too because they'll send you deal alerts and things like that and let you know when sales are going on so you can get a good deal that way. I feel like I'm revealing a secret here that I don't want to reveal because I want to keep it all to myself and probably the other million people that are subscribing to this. But my my cousin works in the airline industry and she said there's a website called secretflying.com and it is amazing and it is based around all the mistakes that airlines make when they, you know, sometimes they list fares and they leave a zero off the end of it. 
and some wily people find them and they might say you could you could a fare from Heathrow to Florida for twenty two dollars and a lot of the times they're legally obliged if they've listed it to sell it to you. So secretflying.com is where you go and you subscribe and all of these crazy error airfares are released and they list them and I lose my mind every morning when I get that email. <laughs> I'm definitely going to subscribe to that. Yeah. My I was, hu- <laughs> was going to say my husband and I actually, we subscribe to a site um, called The Points Guy and he shares some of those kind of airline mistake fares occasionally too. And we got in on one that went live maybe two or three weeks ago, but they ended up not honoring it. And we are so sad. So did you get your money back? Yeah. They never completed our transaction. It was the one with United Airlines. It was, it was like flights from Europe back to the States. And it was like, if you chose Denmark as your home country, it gave you this crazy deal for whatever reason. Oh, And so, so yeah, but they ended up canceling our trip. We were like, we're finally going to go to the UK. We've never been. Oh, you could have come and visited me. I know. I'm so sad. So now I'm going to subscribe to Secret Flying and maybe I'll find a good deal. Yeah, I think it's worth a look. And again, that you know, they do say the airlines have the right to do that. But then uh, a lot of the times airlines will stick with the plan and let you fly. And I suppose it's good. It's good advertising in a way if you tweet out on Facebook that you got this crazy deal as well. So I suppose some of them use it to their advantage. Um, but that's my little secret. No one else <laughs> spoil it for me. <laughs> I'm going to tell everyone. She's going to tell – well, look, I mean, podcasting sort of gets the word out there. I also love Travel Zoo. Um, I subscribe to Travel Zoo newsletters. They are in uh, Europe, the Americas, and uh, Australasia, and they send out 20 travel deals every week, and they are always really good travel deals. Yeah, that's another one I subscribe to as well. Yeah. Love it. Love it. So get on to that. And then also I follow on Twitter at Airfare Watchdog, which is a similar vibe to secretflying.com. And they tweet out a lot of airfare deals and also hotel deals because the mistakes are made in the whole part of the travel industry. And we should take advantage of that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> They're big companies. We, we can't feel sorry for them. So any other tips, Jessica, for chilling out? Because I know when I go on the Budget Savvy Bride – I think one of the main messages you have is don't get, well, obviously don't get crazy into the spending insane amounts of money when it's very easy to not do that. But also just to take it easy and chillax a little bit about it because we all get very stressed. I'm always about saying de-stress. Yeah, I agree. And even just like taking time to pamper yourself a little bit in a in a budget-friendly way. And what, is... are some, what are some of those ideas that we can give my lovely listeners to uh, relax without having to go to a some sort of Gwyneth Paltrow style. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I like to do, you know, like face masks and things like I'll either like go to Sephora and get like a little $4 face mask that they sell and, and, you know, kind of pamper myself and treat my skin. Those are good things you can do at home. I also, when I was engaged, I did some like hair masks to kind of, yeah. And I actually have a recipe on the blog um, for a hair mask that you can make with just products that you have in your kitchen, like eggs and olive oil and things like that. I'm going to link to Uh, that and I'm going to use that because I really am trying to grow my hair. I think everyone will know my obsession with trying to have long, lustrous locks that probably will never happen. (laughs) And that, maybe I need a really good hair mask. Yeah. And I think it's just nice and a good way to pamper yourself and 
and also treat your hair a little better because I know I, you know, blow dry my hair a lot and it can be really damaging. So doing something to just kind of get some more moisture in there and clean things up is always good. Yeah, I think sometimes when I use my hair straightener and it does this, that is not a good (laughs) noise. I know. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, you don't want the sizzle. And then my girlfriend, who's a hair and makeup artist, she said, oh, no, no, it's just the moisture. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want – that's not good either. <laughs> In England, there's a great uh, – it's sort of Sephora-like. There's a, a big pharmacy called Boots you can go to, and they do lots of two for the price of three beauty products. So I always sort of try and, and get those deals as well. If you do want to go out to a spa or salon or something like that, like I love to check out Groupon or Living Social for deals on those things. Like I don't go get a massage unless I get a deal on it. I I love that. And that's really great for hens and bachelorettes as well to go and have some sort of group massage or group uh, mani-pedis and things like that. And Groupons are such a good suggestion. I don't even get a haircut without getting a Groupon, which – Sometimes has, you know, bit me in the butt a little bit, but, you know, I don't have like a dedicated person that I go to every time. She doesn't know my whole life story or everything about my hair, but I'm a pretty low maintenance gal. So it's, it's usually fine, I like, <laughs> but what? I have had a few bad experiences. Me too. Look, hairdressers come and they go. That's all I'll say. And maybe before your wedding, just find one that you really like, but otherwise go to the Groupon ones. Look, always so good to talk to you, Jessica. If uh, you would like to, if you would, you're going to visit budgetsavvybride.com for all of, uh, for everything we're talking about today and more. Honestly, you could spend four days on this website and still have more things to look at. So also join Jessica's email newsletter. How often do you send that newsletter out? Pretty much weekly in the beginning. And then obviously most brides are only planning their wedding for so long. So, but yeah, it's a great series of posts where I share, you know, some of my favorite resources and just like tips to get you through the beginning and middle of your planning and and it's good stuff. It's really nice. I like it when, it when it pops into the inbox. It's also a really nice sort of personal way, you know, the way that you present it as well. So it's a really good read. So thank you. And, I, and again, I'm not even planning a wedding, but I like to get involved. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for joining me again on the Save the Date Wedding Podcast, Jessica. You're always such a pleasure to have on board. Thanks so much for having me. It's always fun talking to you. <laughs> new to the podcast head to acast.com forward slash save the date for the entire back catalog start at the beginning i dare you